According to a recent Northwestern Mutual study, close to half of respondents said the lack of retirement savings are responsible for their financial instability. Coming up, we dive into the particulars and offer tips to help you navigate the road to retirement with security and stability. Stay tuned. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarger. Welcome to the show. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm Gary Nolte, your consumer advocate. I want to thank you for joining us with us each week at this time on Saturday morning, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, they are both fiduciaries. A very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor because they have to have the best interest of their clients. Each week we talk about things you really want to know about, like wealth accumulation strategies, asset protection, long-term care, life insurance, and so much more. So let's bring the guys in. Ben, Matt, how are you today? Great. How are you, Gary? I'm doing good. we got a great show. In fact, guys, I was looking ahead, and I don't think we've done a, a show on this or a segment on this before. We're talking about scams, the latest scams. In fact, I got a, oh, yeah. an email from a Nigerian prince who wanted me to send him money, and he was going to send me thousands of dollars back. You know, well, I, I'm still waiting for the money to return. It hasn't, <laughs> hasn't, hasn't happened yet, but no, but, but seriously, uh, when you hear this. That, that, that prince likes me as well. I, yeah. you know, he emailed me as well. <laughs> exactly. Well, you too. Uh, but seriously, this, when you hear the sophistication of the scam and what they did, it's just, uh, honest to goodness, it's mind-blowing. We'll get to that in segment number two. But before we do that, let's get to this. Northwestern Mutual's 2023 Planning and Progress Study highlights Americans' attitudes about their finances and current financial state of the economy. Today, we're going to dive into the biggest takeaways from this survey and discuss what you can do to find peace of mind and financial security you deserve and desire. All right, warning, there's a lot of numbers here. So uh, Ben and Matt have told me there's going to be a pop quiz later. We'll be calling you at home, and you better know this. Sir. <laughs> yep. No, not really, but this is a great study. And by the way, I did Google this. You can actually look for this study if you want. It's called the Northwestern Mutual's 2023 Planning and Progress Study if you want some more. But guys, let's dive in. Yeah. So the, the big takeaway that I got first off is that about two-thirds of U.S. adults expect that the economy will enter into a recession in, in a year's time, that they are expecting that the economic prospects are worse than they are currently, which makes sense. You know, we're coming out of the, the summer months where the market did not do great things, and it's been pretty volatile. We're seeing big swings both up and down on any given day. And so volatility plays a big role into people's comfort level when it comes to retirement. And that's that's one of the big impacts that they're saying here is that the market turbulence will have a high or moderately high impact on both their immediate and long-term finances. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that there is going to be a big problem down the road. It means that that is the mentality of a lot of retired individuals or people getting close to retirement is that there is going to be some concerns down the road. Mm -hmm. And all that really means is that it's important to have a plan to not overreact based on what's happening on the day to day. A lot of times people have shorter memories when it comes to the market. They see the market going down for a week and going, oh, it's just going to keep going down. See the market going up for a week. Oh, it's great. You know, everything's fixed. Well, no, the market has its own fluctuations. But one thing to keep in mind is that markets generally hate election years. So I'm not surprised by this. Next year is probably not going to be that great in terms we, of the market. We all hate election years. <laughs> it's, it's, it's volatility based, right? There's there's unknowns and the market hates unknowns. So they try to build it in, but you, you can't when you don't even know who's going to be the president. So uh, that plays a role for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I noticed that uh, they kind of broke it down in some things leading into recession, like 51 percent cited inflation, 26 percent cited their, you know, this is kind of their uh 
feeling of uneasiness with the potential re, uh, recession itself. And then a third response that I, I feel every single day driving around Seattle, and that was about 25% uh, citing gas prices. Yeah, yeah. And oh my gosh, every time I look at those gas prices, I, I wonder whether I have enough saved up for retirement. <laughs> <laughs> for retirement, the, the last of the end of the week, you know. Just yeah. the last of the end of the week, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm surprised it's, it's only 24%. It would be a lot higher. But anyway, so yeah, you know, higher gas prices and inflation are certainly relatable uh, issues. Does it surprise you how how many folks believe that we are headed for a recession? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say surprised. Uh, you know, there, there's some really kind of odd things that were happening the past couple of years. Of course, COVID was a weird scenario. Oh, yeah. But yeah. that created a lot of um, monetary policy issues. We had so much money thrown into the market, which, of course, is going to be inflation related. So when you have 2020 and the market generally went up during that year when everybody was staying at home, that, that seemed a bit odd. And then we have all this money coming around the system. And so now we've got interest rates rising to combat inflation, and that's causing market turbulence. So it's it's kind of a it's, weird combination of stuff happening right now. I think it's understandable that people are feeling this way. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's the unknown. I think yeah. that's really what it comes down to is that the unknown defaults to skepticism. Well, and it, it's gotten, according to this survey, I found it interesting. It's gotten a lot of people looking at the retirement and thinking about, well, how much am I going to need? Right. And, and now they're trying to guess how much are goods going to cost in the future? Like, how much am I really going to need to save? up and we've talked before many a times that in the past there was that golden rule of people sought a million dollars if i had a million dollars right yep. um it, now it, it continues to go up in people's minds so according to the survey americans believe they're going to need about 1.27 million to retire comfortably and 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 that just keeps going up from even last year so the the, the real issue is people begin to look they think they need that much they look at what their the economy is doing, and they're a little scared when they look at their actual savings for retirement. Uh, this is an interesting number. The average amount that Americans have saved up for retirement is just over eighty nine thousand. Now that's an average of Americans. So you know they kind of started to break that down more into age group, uh, which I thought was more helpful. So uh, let's look at age groups. People in their fifties expect, according to this survey. Uh, to you know that uh, they're going to need about 1.5 million for retirement, uh, but they've only, on average, got just under 111,000 saved. That's scary. Yeah, it, it adds to that to that fear. The 60s aren't much better. Folks in their 60s said they they think they're going to need just under a million uh, for retirement, uh, but they've only got about 112,000 saved, and so that adds fear to that. And then folks in their 70s are in the same boat. They think they're going to need you know between 900 to a million uh, for retirement, they've got about 113, 114,000 saved. So this is stuff that is stressing people out. Yeah. And no it's understandable. Question. Yeah. Hey, did you say a million dollars? Hold on. Gary, quick on the draw on that one. I'd be rich. Well, there you go. By the way. I'd be, be rich. I'd be rich. By the way, the average American saved 89300 uh, I got the three hundred. I'm about eighty nine thousand short, but I'll get there. You know, just give me a little time. By the way, the show, <laughs> the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Thank you for joining us, spending part of your weekend with us. So, why don't you give you the phone number? This way, you get that comprehensive report put together for you, no cost or no obligation. Get the uh, you know, it's like a retirement blueprint. Tells you where you are and where you need to be. Eight seven seven two four nine sixty nine hundred. 877-249-6900. Folks at Soundpath Retirement Strategies are standing by. Get on their calendar right now. All right. Again, the number 877-249-6900. Okay. Another important takeaway. We'll get this first. Americans find 
uh, say their financial planning needs improvement and having a financial advisor boost their confidence 37%. So another important takeaway from the Northwestern Mutual study was that Americans reported saying that their financial advisors are the most trusted source of a financial advice. So we're going to talk about some of the takeaways, the final takeaways here. And first of all, among 31% surveyed, felt a financial advisor was the most trusted source. I mentioned that again. And uh, guys, go ahead. Let's lay the rest of this out. Yeah. So uh, when it comes down to this instability, when it comes to the uncertainty and the concerns that we've got when it comes to the market and recession, the advice that you get needs to be grounded in reality and uh, specific to you. So uh, we talk about this on the show frequently about pub advice. You go down to the local bar and there's somebody that's more than willing to tell you about their fortune they've made in Bitcoin uh, <laughs> or uranium mines off of Peru. You know, they've, they've got the next best thing and it's going to be great for you. Um, or how your your friend is saying, oh, I trade futures and I make tons of money on that. So here, just do trading futures and options. Those are not usually the best advice for you specifically. And so financial advisors do tend to be the best source for you to get a good, clear, concise understanding of where you are and what risks you have or what concerns you need to have. In the study, they were asked questions like, I have had or slash will have a successful career. Individuals who work with an advisor, 85% said yes. Individuals who do not work with an advisor, 62%. I have enough money for retirement. 80% working with an advisor said yes. 58% of people that are not working with wow. an advisor. Yeah. Uh, I can enjoy today without sacrificing happiness in the future. 76 with an advisor, 59 without. Another really big one. My financial planning incorporates the possibility of emergencies. 80% with a financial advisor, 49% without. Now, mm -hmm. this is just general broad strokes. This isn't saying that a financial advisor is going to make you wealthy. What a financial advisor is going to do is help maintain your risk tolerances and give you a clear picture of what you're looking at. And Matt and I focus on retirees. You know, we, we talk to other people, but we only have clients that are within five, 10 years of retirement or currently retired. And it's because we need to be able to turn that corner into giving you confidence in what your retirement's going to look like. How do we incorporate rentals or social security or pensions? How does all of this come in, including inflation adjustments to give you consistency of income while taking into consideration taxes? There's a lot of moving pieces in retirement, specifically around income. So a financial advisor can help structure that. Matt and I always leave 10 spots open for people to call in to get a completely complimentary review of where you're at. What are some of the things you should be concerned about? Are you worrying about things that aren't really going to be a problem for you? Call the number that Gary's going to give you in a second. We'll get you either in person or remote, and we'll walk through the specific situation that you have. Again, completely complimentary. And if there's something we can help you with, then great. We'll talk about what that looks like in the future. If not, you got another set of eyes on it, and it gives you good understanding of where you are. Now, if you give a, a call and we send you to voicemail, there's a lot of people calling. So just send, uh, leave a message there. We'll call you back as soon as we can. And we'll get you on the calendar. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. And be back with more of Ben and Matt and Sound Path to Retirement in just a moment. What's up next, guys? Well, scams targeting seniors aren't a new concept by any stretch. However, it's important to be cognizant of the latest scams and tools thieves are using to steal money earmarked for those golden years. When we come back, we bring you the latest news and how you can protect yourself and your family from losing money. Hey. Hey. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I am your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, with me as they are every week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, they are both fiduciaries, which means by law have to have the best interest of their clients. Very important distinction sets them apart from all the other guys out there, and that's why you want to see Ben and Matt. Get yourself all set up with a comprehensive plan, no cost or no obligation. All right, we're talking about scams right now. So the FBI, get this, is investigating the phantom hacker whose MO involves a three-phased approach to scamming senior citizens out of massive amounts of money. And we're going to dive into this, tell you how it works. But first, I uh, want you to hear from this uh, gentleman, this uh, local affiliate in Houston, NBC Houston KPRC sent their own Devin Clark to speak with one of the victims of this scam, 82-year-old man named Richard Hall, about his devastating experience. Here it is. He got a phone call from someone pretending to be a federal agent working to protect his money from hackers that had infiltrated his accounts. He said, I want to help you get those out of there. We want to see if we can track them and get rid of them and try to see if we can arrest any of them. Sounded like an official thing. Paul says he became convinced the man was legit. The way he talked, he was really slick. Over the next few months, Hall says he sent the man multiple wire transfers, thinking the money was being safeguarded. So he went into two bank accounts and into my IRA. All in all, Hall says he lost two $238,000, his entire life savings. And he's just wiped me out. Yeah, that is really sad. Now, again, Hall was scammed out of his entire retirement savings, over $238,000. It is an elaborate scam targeting retirees beginning in March of this year and follows a series of unfortunate and devastating events leading to the FBI's involvement to spread awareness. Boy, I hope they catch uh, these guys. But uh, talk about this a little yeah. bit, guys. Yeah, it's, it's horrible anytime new scams, you know, show up. Uh, the FBI released information about how many folks have fallen prey to this quite sophisticated uh, plot, uh, you know, to really steal people's retirements. So and they said this, and I quote, between January and June of 2023, 19,000 complaints related to tech scams were submitted to the FBI with an estimated victim losses of over $542 million. Yeah, wow. Crazy, crazy. An alarming statistic uh, of almost half of these victims were over 60 years old, making up for 66% of the total losses, two-thirds. So they are targeting retirees. Mm -hmm. Well, there's, there's lots of different scams that are out there. There's, you know, any wide range of methods that they end up trying to go on. But I had a, a client a number of years ago who owned property in Mexico mm -hmm. and it was like a timeshare thing. And they spent, I don't know, it was probably like a hundred something thousand dollars on it years and years ago and they wanted to get out of it. And so they came to me and they said, Oh yeah, well I have a, a, a have a real estate agent down there that's trying to sell it for me, which threw up some red flags. A month later they said, Oh, well it turns out that real estate guy was a scam. Oh. He stole you know, like five or $10,000 from them as a wire upfront fee for selling the condo. It never happened. Yep. They said, don't worry. We just got contacted by an attorney group in Mexico, in Mexico. to help prosecute and get our money back. Oh. I'm like, no, no, this is yeah. probably the same guy. Yeah. He said, oh, no, there's a website. And there was a website, but I mean, anybody can get a website. And they, how much do they have to pay the lawyers? Up front. Well, and I thought I thought we had a clear understanding that no, this is not a route you go. You mm -hmm. you, you know, deal with somebody that you can see in person here in the states, and they can help offload and all that stuff. 
And it wasn't until probably four or five months later, they come back to me, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, wow. That's awful. Ouch. Yeah. And they said, oh, well, well, we just need to take more money out of our Ooh. out of our accounts. We just need like 50000 and then it's it's done. And I said, guys, this is a scam. I can't, I, I can't allow that to happen mm-hmm. yeah. in this way. And they said, well, no, it, it, you know, we're, we feel like we kind of have to. Like we're so far into it. Said, no, you need to call the FBI. This is not a scam. And so they ended up dropping me as an advisor and to, to continue to continue wow. with the scam. To continue yeah. with the scam. So yeah. it's not that it's you know only a certain subset of people that fall into these. It it can be anybody. Yeah. You know, and that that goes with saying about your fiduciary responsibilities because you had an obligation to tell them what was really going on, despite the fact that they they didn't want to hear it. Now, I know folks, sometimes they feel embarrassed or ashamed uh, about this, but they really shouldn't, guys. Am I right? Uh, Oh, no. Yeah. No victim should ever feel ashamed for scammers reaching out to them. I want to remind everybody, the show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Let me give you that phone to begin on the calendar for Ben and Matt. We've got great information on the show, but also I want to keep in mind, you want to keep in mind that they're here for you, uh, whatever you need. We'll put together that comprehensive plan for you. Or if you have some issues like we're talking about, you think you might be getting scammed, give them a call. They'll walk you through it. They'll help you out. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Okay, we're going to talk about this approach because I found this really amazing three-phase approach, incredibly yeah. elaborate, uh, but helping folks uh, is our goal here on the program. So we're going to lay the groundwork for you to make sure you really understand what was going on. So three different phases, so sophisticated. Okay, let's uh, go through each one. First phase, the tech support representative and imposter, guys. Yeah. So this is where they will represent themselves as an agent of a company. It's very common for like Microsoft nowadays. And so say, oh, your computer is whatever. I'm from Microsoft and I'm going to fix it. And then they get you to log into like uh, a remote software program, right? any any desktop or, or some, any PC, something like that. And then they control your computer at that point. And so they will go into your bank account, see your account numbers, do wire transfers. So if there's somebody is calling you saying, oh, I'm from Microsoft and there's an issue here, hang up and call Microsoft's main line if you really think that it's it's them. Yeah. Don't take their word for it that they are Microsoft. Well, and, and, and this happened to my mother actually this past, gosh, was it within this past year? I think it was within this past year where she got a call. And if I remember, right, it was something about running a virus scan, like mm-hmm. there's something wrong. Uh, but yeah, this is no joke. She did it. And and in the end, they uh, is basically ransomware. They they, they took over and she yeah. and she paid to get out of it. Wow. Yeah. It was it was. But yeah, that and that's generally the very first phase, right? The criminal will get access to your funds because sometimes once they're in doing the virus scan, they might ask you to like check your financial accounts yeah. to see if you've been hacked. And really they're just watching you log into your financial accounts. Yeah. And sometimes that's the end of it and they take control and sometimes that leads to phase two. So if you've experienced this, here's phase two so that you're aware. And this is, you get called, after you get called by the tech support representative, who's an imposter, then the next one is you'll get called by your financial institution representative, supposedly, is still an imposter. And this person plays the role of, of your bank representative and they assume they're just following up and they agree that there's a hacker who is indeed uh, accessing your financial accounts. And so they tell you that you need to move your money to a third party account with the Federal Reserve or 
a United States government agency or something like this in order to protect you. And uh, it, it, they encourage you to send wire transfers to this third-party account, or sometimes they'll encourage you to use crypto, saying that's safer. And gosh, this could be one transaction, could be multiple transactions, and you think you're getting your money away from the scammers into government protection. And that's really just the second phase of the scam. Yeah, how about well, the that's third where it goes, phase, Joe? Go that ahead, goes gosh. to the third phase yeah. is where the government comes in, quote-unquote, saying, oh, no, that this is a big deal. You know, you've been scammed. You need to get the money uh, into a safe spot. We'll help you get the money into a safe spot. So you look at the the sophistication of it. The first person is a pretty common tech support. You fall for that one, and then you get contacted by a financial institution talking same story. Who, who's confirming it in your mind, right? right? Yeah. And then you've got the government agency who is saying, yep, it was. It was. So you've got three layers of conversation around the similar topics, all different people, all different organizations. And so it starts to become a bit overwhelming when you start to think of it all as as legitimate. Yeah, that way. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you're listening to this right now, we, we go we take time to go over things like this, because we want you to be aware if something like this happens. And if it does, and you get a call like this, hang up again, like Ben said earlier, if it's supposedly Microsoft calling you, you hang up, you look up a number, you call back, you check. If it's your institution, hang up, call your bank, check. And so we, we want you to be aware. Now, like Gary mentioned, folks should not feel embarrassed or ashamed about this if it happens to you, right? But the key is sit down with a financial advisor and find out what scams are out there because that's actually part of part of the holistic protecting your funds. So Ben mentioned earlier, we always leave 10 spots open every week for our listeners to come sit down with us. Uh, if you feel like this is something that, uh, you know, you, you want to be made more aware of, sit down with us. If you want to sit down and see where you're at currently and where you want to go with your overall retirement strategy, call us, sit down with us. This is what we're here for. Uh, we learned really well during COVID how to have remote meetings. So you can meet us in person in either Bellevue or Seattle or we can meet with you remote. Um, but we're going to sit down, and when it comes to your retirement plan, we're going to go through a five-fold layer of planning. We're going to look at uh, income planning, insurance planning. Uh, you know, We're going to look at tax planning, which is very important, estate planning, and then ultimately investment planning. Uh, so if you give us a call and our lines are busy and our folks are on the other line, just leave us a message. Someone will give you a call back when they're free, and we'll get you on our calendar. Um, Call us up, sit down with us. We look forward to talking with you. All right, great advice. Here's that number, 877-249-6900. First step, sit down with Ben and Matt. Something we've been talking about resonates with you. You feel need to get that second opinion or want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals, the very important risk tolerance we talk about. Just pick up the phone. Nothing happens until you do that. 877-249-6900. Folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by ready for your call. Get on their calendar they do get busy, and those slots do fill up quickly. 877-249-6900. You deserve a comprehensive plan to retire stress-free, peace of mind, no cost or no obligation. One more time on the number, 877-249-6900. All right, we'll take a quick break of Sound Path to Retirement with Ben and Matt. Guys, what's up next? Coming up, we'll outline some techniques to help make sure your retirement savings will be able to get you all the way through retirement. From longevity to asset allocation, we'll dig into it all right after this. Welcome back to the show. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with us each week at this time. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, thank you for joining us, spending part of your weekend with us. 97.3 Cairo News Radio, 
Uh, guys, quick comment on the previous segment on scams. Uh, first of all, it happens through email a lot, too. And you say some people say, well, I don't know, their logo was on the email. Well, you, you can cut and paste any logo these days, so you got to keep that in mind, too. And uh, some mm -hmm. folks say, well, you know, I got a call from the IRS. One thing I do know, because my wife worked for the IRS years ago, I got a sister-in-law worked for the IRS, they do not call you. In fact, the only way they communicate with you is through the U.S. mail. And, you know, you'll be yeah. waiting for a letter from them and they'll say, well, we'll send you a letter. You get the letter two months later. But the, am I right, guys? Right? Well, some some of these are pretty easy to spot. Yeah. If they misspell Federal Bureau of Investigation yeah. in the email, <laughs> yeah, right. it's probably a safe bet that <laughs> if, it's not If you. it says borough, then you think they're from yeah. New York. Uh, <laughs> you know, the logo is stretched out, it's probably not accurate. Although on this last scam that we were just talking about last segment, one of the, the part of the phase three is they will send an email or a letter like Gary's saying, yeah. and even the letter will often have the government's letterhead uh, yeah. to appear more more official. So, right, right. It, yeah, and, right. And and Good always, point. if you're looking at, at e uh, web address, make sure you, you actually get the web address. Uh, look at the top where the on the bar and make sure that's the it's the correct uh, website address, because a lot of times they'll they'll uh, they'll fake an address. But when you look actually look at it, it's it's not the right uh, email address that you're looking for. All right, yep, let's right. Uh, let's get on to this. All right, saving for retirement is something everybody should be doing because, well, you know, probably don't want to work forever like me. You know, uh, the good news is we've got some proven practices can help you save even more in retirement. Exciting news, guys. We're probably going to live longer, but we're going <laughs> to run out of money unless we do something about it. That's why you need that plan. Am I right, guys? Yeah. So life expectancy, if you make it past age 60, your life expectancy is generally age 85. It's 84 for men, 86 for women. So roughly 85. Now, that is – it keeps on getting longer and longer as decades pass. Medical advances, who knows? So you need to make sure that you're building in a plan, taking longevity into consideration. The one thing you don't want to have happen is hit 85 and spent your last dime and you are healthy and fine. You've got to sell your house. Hopefully you've got a kid to move in with that likes you. And <laughs> so build in a structure, assuming that you're going to live longer and assuming that there's going to be high medical costs in the future. Medical inflation typically outpaces regular inflation. So you have to be a bit conservative on the length of time your plan is going to last. Yeah. And, and, and the second part is... But also remember that the stock market isn't always going to perform as you hope, right? I mean, look look at the volatility we're facing right now. So um, tr you, you need to plan for retirement in such a way that you are not basing everything on the stock market for your income. So like we've mocked Ben's favorite thing, the 4% rule. Yes. We uh, have. Yeah, he, he just cringed a little bit we when I said to, that. We try to do it every week. Uh, we try to do <laughs> it every week. It, guys. Yeah. Uh, the, the key is you need to have some funds that are protected that your principles protected and still they are set up for growth uh that you can live on so that you're not basing your income month in and month out on what you're selling off uh from the stock market uh, you never want to sell you know your stocks when the market is low right so and, and really what that leads to is income volatility you'll look and go man the stock market was down and if i if i take the same amount of money i'm gonna to have to sell so many more positions mm -hmm. so i'll just take less money and you look over at your significant other and you say all right honey let's you know let's tighten the belt and uh no, no more eating out this month and we'll have some rice cakes and pb and j <laughs> and then later the stock market does better and you're like whoo we can eat a filet mignon and that that's that volatility is not happiness so, yeah. so you want to make sure that you're not reliant uh, with your income distribution purely on the stock market. Mm -hmm. Right. 
yeah, you want to make some level of consistency there. Uh, and it's easy to do and you don't have to sacrifice growth. No, you know, uh, you can really have a combination of things that have different purpose. The other area that's going to be a big concern here has to do with inflation. Now, unless you've been living under a rock, inflation has been a topic that you've heard about. What? Inflation? Wait a minute. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's the, that's the buzzer word. So the the big thing with inflation is, you know, I talked about medical inflation earlier, but you need to plan on things being more expensive as time goes on. And there's going to come in spurts. You know, we've talked about this in previous shows, but if you had $1 in 1970 and you just put it under your mattress and then you pull it out in 1979 – that $1 is now worth 48 cents equivalent. The spending power is cut in half, more than half. And so that's something that uniquely targets retirees. You need to make sure that you are building in inflation-adjusted vehicles into your plan so that when things spike and we have 8% inflation like last year, you're not going to be you know, PB&J in it, that you will have something built in to help cover that hedge. By the way, I want to remind yes. everybody, the show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Sorry, guys, to interrupt, but I want to make sure I get the phone number in for everybody. Get on your calendar, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Get that comprehensive plan put together for you, no cost or no obligation. The folks at Sound Path Retirement Strategies are standing by, ready for your phone call, once again, 877-249-6900. And Ben and Matt said, if you get a, you know, if it, uh, you get voicemail, just leave your name and number, and they'll get back to you as soon as they can. I was going to say get a busy signal. I think I said that a few weeks ago. Busy yeah, signal? What year is it, 1985? Not, not going to happen. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Uh, understand diversification, guys. Uh, diversification is very important. And this is something where I find that, some people think, well, duh, we've all heard that word. You can move on to the next one. But this is something I find that people really don't have as good of an understanding as they think they do. So, for instance, someone sits down with me and they're just simply looking at you know, their stock account. Now, if, if they come and everything they have is in one single company, which, which sometimes happens if you work for a large company, you keep getting a lot of RSUs and you're building that up. But if they say, no, no, I, I do my own trades and I'm diversified, I have a lot of different stock. And then I sit and I look at that and I, and I start to look closer and say, yeah, but all your stock's correlated. Yeah. People go, well, what, what does that mean? Uh, uh, yeah, this is why maybe you need to talk to a financial advisor. But correlation, just briefly, uh, is a way we rate stocks. So stocks who are positively correlated means they tend to move in the same direction. Uh, in other words, you know, if you take tech stocks, right, everything's all tech stocks, then often they kind of if, if one's doing well, they're kind of all doing well, you know, that's as briefly done. Uh, negatively correlated means they move in opposite directions based on what the market's doing. If you put all of your stocks that are all positively correlated into your portfolio, you say, well, if one does bad, I'm still okay. No, it means they might all do bad. They're correlated. So these are these are things you have to look at when you're talking diversification. And Ben and I look at this when we're looking at your stock account. Yeah, and it's not like it's all positive or negative correlations. It's not like it's either they all move in the same direction or they move in opposite directions. Yeah, you can have a zero. So, so yeah. you rate this from negative one to positive one. Yeah. So there's a lot to look at here. Yeah. And it all is part of diversification. Yeah, a zero correlation means that they move independent from each other. Mm -hmm. And that's really where understanding diversification comes into play. Yeah. Is having it where they're independent so that you're not all winning or all losing. Yeah. Or, or, or offsetting. You don't want to necessarily have And that's the here. whole point of it is you don't, you don't want everything to screw up at once, right? Right. Well, that comes into the other one, which is asset allocation. A little bit different from diversification. Asset allocation is, well, what's the, what different types of investments do we have in play? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you talk to 
you know, pie chart guys, their asset allocation is going to be stock, bond, fund, cash. Yeah. And then there's subsets, right? Long-term intermediate bond funds and international and domestic stocks. But there's also other areas that you might want to look at for protected principled vehicles. Asset allocation means these monies can't lose, and that's how you structure income consistently for the first handful of years of retirement. And then more stocks for the, the longer-term vehicles. So when it comes to retirement, you don't need to just diversify for risk. You also need to diversify for purpose. And that's where asset allocation comes into play. You're allocating for the purpose of those funds. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing too, this and this is huge for my folks who are say five to 10 years out from retirement. Because not only do Ben and I, I mean, we focus on retirees, but we'll also take clients who are getting close. Uh, what Gary calls that that retirement red zone. And um, for these folks, while they're still working, we talk about that horrible word that, uh, you know, no one likes to say, and that's budget. And uh, I'll always talk to people and say, hey, where do you want to be when you retire? Okay, if that's the case, here's what we need to do for these last five years that you're working. And part of it might mean trimming your monthly budget right now. T take, take, a, take a haircut on the budget now, and you'll enjoy your retirement a lot more. So th these are things to look at. Yeah, make that whole balance. And one thing that we typically get asked, Matt and I pretty constantly when it comes to preparing for retirement has to do with paying off debt. Yep. Now, there's some debt that's good to pay off. There's some debt that's fine to keep. So when we're talking paying off debt, we want to pay off high consumer debt, high interest consumer debt. So credit cards, get those gone before retirement. Sometimes car loans, but recently car loans haven't been too bad in terms of overall interest rates. Mortgages are usually fine to keep. Just build in your income around mortgages. You can actually structure it to where the mortgage drops off and then your income drops proportionally so that you can push more money up and during the years while you still have the mortgage. Build it into the overall plan. Uh, so some debts are good. Some debts not so good. Make sure that the income bottom line ends up working. Especially for a lot of people who refied yeah, a couple of years two ago. Two or 3% interest yeah, rate. And I've had people say, oh, we're, we're paying a ton to get that, get rid of that. And they're at like two and a half percent. Yeah, don't, don't, don't pay extra. Don't do that, I'm no. saying, please don't, please don't. Yeah, invest no. the extra. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to is the bottom line is that there's a lot of stress when it comes to financial side and especially retirement. Retirement's difficult because it's scary. You've never been retired before. And so how do you know how much you're going to spend? How do you know what that's going to look like? What are you going to do with your time? And how do you structure financially? You've been building decades into your retirement portfolio. Now we're talking about taking it out. Now we still need growth. Growth always needs to be a metric. That's how you have inflation protection. But you also need a plan and a structure for how and when you're taking income. This is how you can get a very specific tax strategy. And this is how you can make sure that you have asset allocation correct and diversification built in the way that you need it to. And that's what Matt and I specialize in. We are only retirement fiduciaries. We don't talk to people that are 20 years old. We don't have any clients that young. All of our clients are either retired or within about 10 years of retirement. So if what you're, what you're hearing resonates and you think, well, maybe I do need something more specific on a retirement focused plan, shoot us a call. We'll have a completely complimentary meeting where we'll sit down and go through your situation. What are you looking for in retirement? Where are you at? And how close are you to achieving your goals? How do we maintain the income base while also minimizing the overall volatility of the marketplace? These are conversations that Matt and I have every day with all of our clients. Now, if you call and you end up getting into voicemail, just leave a message. We'll call you back as soon as we can. We'll get you on the schedule, either remote or in person, Mount Lake Terrace or Bellevue, whichever one works best for you. Just let us know and we'll get you in. All right. Here's that phone number. Let's get going. Let's get started right now. Nothing changes till you do that. 
877-249-6900. We get calls, folks say, hey, you know, I've been listening to the show a long time, but it's the first time I called. I was really motivated uh, to call. Finally, you know, got off my butt and did something. 877-249-6900. No cost, no obligation. Get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications there'll be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Pick up the phone. No cost, no obligation, nothing to lose, everything to gain. Get that comprehensive plan put together for you. 877-249-6900. All right. We are going to take a short break. Be back with more of Sound Path to Retirement with Ben and Matt in just a moment. What's up next, guys? Well, it's that time again when we cover questions that come in from our listeners. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me each week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio, Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. They are both fiduciaries. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. And each week we talk about things that we know that are vitally important to you folks. Maybe you're in that retirement red zone we talk about, you know, a couple of years out, five to ten years out. Maybe you're even closer to retirement. Things you want to know about, wealth accumulation strategies, asset protection, long-term care, tax minimization, life insurance, and so much more. All right, so let's bring Ben and Matt in. You guys ready for the questions this week? All right. Yep. Here we go. All right, Virginia and Bellingham. My husband has retired, is receiving benefits, a union pension, and has turned 70 years old, will be drawing Social Security benefits also. I will be 70 next year, continue to work as a professional health care person, Will Social Security limit our benefits if I continue to work? Do I need to get spousal benefits? Should my husband draw from my Social Security? Let's unpack this. We've got about four questions from Virginia. Go ahead, guys. All kinds of good questions, yeah, Virginia. Good stuff. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I love Bellingham. So, okay. Uh, yeah, let's unpack this. So, first of all, you asked the question, if you if your husband starts pulling at 70 and you're looking at turning 70 this next year and are curious if you continue working, uh, will you get docked or should you pull or should, should you pull spousal benefits or should your husband pull spousal benefits? Uh, let me just say it, uh, once you're past full retirement age, which is between 66 and 67, depending on when your birthday is, you can work as much as you want. You can pull Social Security and you are not docked. Uh, you're docked if you work uh, and you're prior to full retirement age. So no worries about that. You can feel free to keep working as a healthcare professional. When it comes to whether or not you or your husband should pull spousal benefits, it has to do with how much um, we're, we're talking about. So here, here's how spousal benefits work. Um, if your husband is pulling, let's take you for an example. If your husband is pulling Social Security at 70, you can, since he's already pulling, you can choose you, what you would get for spousal benefits would be 50% of his full retirement age Social Security. That's not 50% of what he pulls at 70. It's 50% of what he would pull at full retirement age. So look at that. If earning on your own merits is more than that, then pull under your own name. If earning on his is more, that, that's basically the math you need to look at. So that is something that Ben and I sit down with when we do social security strategy in our planning. In fact, it's something we talk about often the very first week we sit down with somebody. Uh, so uh, I, I wouldn't know for sure until I knew your exact numbers, but that is something we would sit down and talk about. And make sure that you don't delay past 70. There's no reason to delay past 70 that doesn't grow anymore. 
Yeah, and like you said, uh, you can make as much money as you want once you pass that full retirement age, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, uh, Diane and Paul's bow. What are the reasons that would make a good idea for me to have a trust? A friend said it's one way to maximize, minimize taxes, I should say. I'm just confused. Seems like a big decision. Would appreciate your thoughts. I love when, you know, friends that are, you know, well-meaning friends want to give advice. Well, I hear this a lot when it comes to trust. Like, oh, I'm going to get a trust because it minimized my taxes. For most people, no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. A, a trust goal isn't to minimize taxes. The way that trust can minimize taxes, it can minimize your probate fees and it can minimize uh, estate taxation while still maintaining your own exemption. So if you have over $5 million in the state of Washington, then yeah, a, a trust will likely need to be created at the point of your passing. Uh, but if you've got $800,000, a trust isn't going to save you taxes. It's not going to, that's not what its goal is. So a trust is really designed for one, probate avoidance. So if you have it in the trust, then you could avoid probate, whatever state that, you know, let's say the property, you own a property in California. Just about everybody who's a property owner in California has a trust to avoid probate in California. <laughs> Washington probate is not as bad as California, but that's one reason, avoid probate. Second is it's essentially like parenting past the grave. You can decide how your beneficiaries will receive the funds at the point that you pass. So you might say, yeah, I'm worried that my 22-year-old is going to go and spend it all on garbage. So let's limit how they have access to the funds. Or it's a grandchild who's receiving it and they're five years old. Well, they can't manage it. So a trust is how that money gets structured and managed for their for their life. And then another really common reason is for second marriages. Mm-hmm. And you each have kids from separate unions. You want to make sure that your kids don't get written out of the will. Then a trust is set up to where you both decide what money's going to go where, how much is going to go where, and then it is unchangeable at the point one of you passes away. Yeah. So trusts have some really good things, and it's it's quicker. You know, if you end up having a trust, at the property, your primary residence in a trust at the point of passing, then your beneficiaries can do something with it immediately. It doesn't have to go through probate court. If you don't, well, it's going to take some time before yeah. they can do something with it. You know, an, another one that I get asked about a lot, which is important, is you pass away and your children are married. So you're talking about marriages. Yeah, that's true. Right? Your children are married and you want to leave stuff to your child. Uh, but heaven forbid you pass away and two months later, your daughter's husband decides to leave her. Well, with community property, you can take 50% of everything they have. Right. But if you've left everything in a trust and she's the beneficiary of the trust, then she is now a nice trust fund child. He, her husband, is not. Should he leave, he never has access to what's in that trust. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. I want to give you that phone number, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Get yourself all set up with a comprehensive plan, no cost or no obligation. Danny and Lacey, I'm 67 and retired. I keep hearing commercials about converting IRA into gold IRA with all the volatility. Do you think it's a good idea? Is this something you would recommend? Oh, boy. Yeah, that that's that's heavy. Uh, that's loaded. Not just because gold is heavy, but, uh, no, you know... <laughs> I'd like that. My short, my short answer is, is, is no, not necessarily. Um, converting into gold IRA for those who are listening, this is where uh, physical metals are hold in are held in trust for the IRA holder. It, it's like a, a traditional, like a normal IRA that you can have um, metals within your portfolio. But sometimes I call that paper metal. Like you got gold, and silver, you know, stocks, stocks, but but not this. No, but with a gold IRA, it it really is 
gold or any other precious metal that is held in trust, uh, the actual physical metal. The issue is, no, there's better ways to handle volatility than putting your money into physical uh, metals. So, and this is something we talked about earlier in the show with diversification and asset allocation. We want to make sure you're well diversified and your asset allocation is set up such that volatility in the market is not going to kill you. So no, there, there's better ways to plan this. Um, I could go more in depth, but I would just say, Danny, give us a call. Come see me. A lot of people say, oh, well, it's great when it comes to inflation. I say, well, it's fine when it comes to inflation. But if you look at like gold itself, it peaked out at about 2011 and it didn't get back to 2011 numbers until midway through 2020. Yeah. So we had a bull, huge run up of a market. And if you're in gold, you are completely flat during all of it. So wow. it's not a great long term investment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I, I love that, you know, keep hearing commercials. It reminds me it is open enrollment time for Medicare. So they're going to drag out every old actor from 30 years ago and put him in front yeah, of yep. the camera. <laughs> I have not seen J.J. Walker yet. Dynamite. I've not seen him yet this year. <laughs> Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, but, every yeah, year. Every, every year. year. And by the way, if you need a reverse mortgage, Tom Selleck is your guy. OK, there you go. Yes, your guy. <laughs> Am I right? Love the mustache. All right, let's get to Deborah. If you could get him on our show next week, Gary, that'd be great. I'm working on that for you. I got his PR people on that. Uh, I got my PR people on that. All right, uh, Deborah in Issaquah, can you explain the living benefit of life insurance? I never thought of life insurance as anything but a death benefit, so I'm curious how this works. Yeah, so the living benefit of, de- of life insurance is a cash accumulator. So it's putting money into a life insurance, but also building in value for other purposes, typically for retirement. This is very common right now with two specific life insurance tools. There's IUL, which is an indexed universal life insurance, and VUL, which is variable universal life insurance. Whole life policies do this too, but nobody really views whole life policies as a great investment tool, except for the people at Gerber, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But it's not a great growth element. Indexed universal life can grow based on the market itself but can't lose because of market growth or market turbulence variable universal life similar thing but it can lose and it has higher fees so the goal here is that when life insurance comes back to you you can borrow against it tax-free they can go to your beneficiaries tax-free and so it's essentially like a roth the issue is it's really complex there's a whole lot of fees attached to it as well and you're tying yourself to a life insurance company for the rest of your life so Pros and cons. I usually say this works great if you've got three or four million dollars, all of it in an IRA. You have a tax disadvantaged retirement ahead of you. Let's build in something for a Roth alternative. If you've got five hundred thousand in cash and five hundred thousand in IRA, you're fine. We can do traditional Roth conversions and don't need to include life insurance. All right, let's uh, squeeze in one more question. Let's do this quickly. Uh, Gary Incarnation, what's your opinion of robo advisors? I've been wanting to look into this. What do you have for Gary? Yeah, uh, robo advisors they, they 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 fit they fit a role. Um, if you're somebody who you know you're getting close to retirement and you, you simply uh, what would you say, Ben? I'd probably say if you have three hundred thousand or less, maybe two hundred thousand or less. Well, I think robo advisors is more for people who are younger. If you're twenty, thirty, forty, robo advisors great for building up your asset base. And then Matt, you're right. If you have the spot where you're under maybe 200,000 or so in retirement, then robo-advising can be a really fee-efficient way to manage your assets. Yeah, and and the reason for that is, I mean, even Ben and I, we don't charge a percentage of asset under management. Uh, This is... You know, one of the key things we, we we're on about uh, is not charging a percentage base, uh, but you know we charge per hour or per project. The issue is is there is kind of a cutoff on where that financially makes sense and where is still just eaten out of your your funds. If you know again, if you're two hundred thousand or, or less, so um, 
you know, Gary, it would ha- it would have to fully depend on your age and and what you have and what your goals are. So, you know, maybe g- give me a call afterwards, Gary, and, and let's sit down and talk and I'll, I'll give you my best advice on that. But, uh, you know, it, it, if you're listening and any of these questions are questions that you've had or or they spark other questions in your mind that you've got and you think, man, I, I wish I would have called in like I want this question answered. Uh, give us a call. And come sit down with Ben or myself. Uh, we, it's, it's now more important than ever that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial advising team. And that's, that's who Ben and I are. So our holistic approach takes a look at your entire financial picture. We're going to break it down. We're going to put it on an easy-to-understand one-page financial review. We're going to create a distribution strategy for you, and there's no obligation. We're going to sit down. We're going to plan this out for you, and we're going to see if uh, if we can really help you make your dreams come true in a quite literal way. So um, we want to sit down. We want to know what your main concerns, what your main worries are in regard to your financial planning, uh, whether that's outliving your money, deciding which social security strategy to choose, like we've spoken about today, uh, recognize, even recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying uh, with what you're doing right now. Or perhaps you're simply trying to be more tax efficient. That's a vital part of planning for retirement. Whatever that is, Ben and I, we will sit down and we'll go over it with you. Now, if you call us now, you're also going to get a copy of Ben's book, uh, the little book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. That's going to give you great insight into the mindset of us here at Soundpath Retirement Strategies. Now, if you call and our uh, folks are on the other line with other callers, please leave us a message. We'll get right back to you, get you on our calendar, and we'll look forward to talking with you. All right, great advice, Matt. Here's that number, 877-249-6900. Our goal at the show is help you make the best decision. Any questions of what we're talking about or how it may apply to your own situation, get a hold of Ben and Matt and the team at Soundpath Retirement Strategies. They're standing by, ready to talk to you. Get on the calendar, no cost, no obligation, 877-249-6900. Well, the show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful. Look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics and new questions right here on Sound Path to Retirement with Ben and Matt. Guys, it's always a pleasure, and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Have a good one. All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.